0: episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas, with your hosts Aaron, Jeff, and Ralph. got to be fucking kidding. Oh, hey,
1: you okay? Damn, Antiloda. Oh, you gonna be all right? I'm feeling air yeah. Oh,
2: what's in the box? The black is tired What's in the fucking box? Mm-hmm. Anything!
0: Welcome to another edition of Deep in the Horror of Texas. I'm Nathan. I'm Jeff,
3: and I am here.
0: <laughs> it's intern <And> so, Ralph.
2: <laughs> so no,
3: it's not Ralph. You know he's at home crying because Batman versus Superman sucks.
0: I cannot believe he is still on a date. <laughs> still eating fish. Hey, David, I don't get it. <laughs> hey, Davy Jones' locker was very deep. Fucking Asians. <laughs> <laughs> well he was nice. he was hungry 30 minutes later. He loves sushi.
3: He does. The <laughs> rawer the better.
0: <laughs> so we are concluding Chopsticks our final alien review.
2: Yay! It's
0: about time. We um, need to move on. Month of aliens. We're
1: done. Yeah, we hit a lot of uh fun alien stuff this uh yeah, we these talked, last couple episodes.
3: Yeah we talked about Superman, we talked about other aliens <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> many reviews of aliens other things, uh, other things it, it really came down to this movie uh or these other two that were on the docket it was and
1: definitely the thing is easily one of my favorite alien films Well, then, i think that one was yeah. the best one and then uh then slither for me was another one yeah uh, slither was the alien wise last week
0: yeah. the cloverfields came pretty much out of listener Requests, requests yeah, much. yeah. Uh, originally, those were supposed to be Fire in the Sky and uh, Dark, skies. Dark Skies. Dark Skies, but I was more than happy to switch that up. So yeah. this one has always been on my mind to review. I'm super happy we're I mean, doing if you, it.
3: If you still want to go see Dark Skies, it's on Netflix. I recommend going going to see it. I it's go, it's fun. It's good, but we're not going to talk about that one here.
0: Well, yeah, we'll we'll review it next year. Next time we do an Alien thing, who knows? That's oh. Cinco
2: de
3: Mayo.
0: It'll come up and fire in the sky is one. I definitely want to touch base on, but uh, we're we're getting out off the aliens for a while. Uh, we're going to yeah, do that's some other says. shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we know Aaron's voting for Hillary. <laughs> uh, I'm voting for Kodos. I'm voting. I'm going to pencil in my vote. I'm going to put Jeff Garcia.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. He can't. He's illegal. Nope. What? <laughs> Texan through and through native. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, American can't get more american than a texan. He's the only Texan actually, you know
0: that's a fucking democrat. Yeah.
1: I'm like a hierarchy of an american cuz I'm I'm full blood texan. You're full blood texan? Fucking A.
3: <laughs> as, as, so what what's your stance on uh on immigration? Fucking A. We're not going into <laughs> this. <laughs> what's your stance on beer tax? Fucking no.
1: No. No beer tax.
3: What's your stance on black and white movies?
1: Fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have to like really have a re- yeah, I yeah,
3: and that about sums up every political answer that I've heard so far. Yeah,
0: he's got my vote, <laughs> <laughs> except the black and whites. We 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 don't see so that. So you're so
3: you're switching. You're no longer down with Bill Gluckman.
0: Bill Gluckman is a great candidate. He is down with the bitches in the house. I'm host. afraid he's a pod person.
1: A pod person. So, <laughs> a pod person like a certain pod people from a certain movie. Yeah,
0: I think uh, I think we're gonna discuss uh, Bill Gluckman's roots. <laughs> in this next fucking movie. So yeah, we're talking about the 1978 fucking classic Invasion of the Body Snatchers.
1: True classic. I am
0: stoked for this movie. Yeah, get um, out your soul glow. Get out your
2: soul glow. Oh
0: yeah. But uh, oh, I gotta know where everyone came into this because fuck, dude. I meet so many people who've never even heard of this fucking movie. And I'm like, really? dude, yeah. This thing
3: has been spoofed and shade hey, more I, than anything.
0: I'm old. Uh, older, and a lot of my friends are younger than me. So, no. like Ralph, I mentioned this movie to him, he'd stare at me blankly, like, What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Uh, yeah, cause it, I, I think my wife, who's even a big horror fan, didn't see this movie till I introduced it to her. Um, I run into a lot of fucking people that haven't seen... Dude, I well, ran into well, a lot of people that didn't see the thing. Well, let's go... Damn when, when, did, when did you first see this, Nate? I saw this when I was 10. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, I was hmm. fucking younger and shit, and I believe it was on, like, USA Up All Night Network, you know, the late Ronda Shear thing. I, I remember... It either that or TNT, Monster Vision. I can't remember which channel, but I do remember I was younger and shit because I was still watching, like, cartoons and X-Men and shit like that on Saturday morning <laughs> cartoons. But uh, I didn't really even appreciate this movie because, like I said, I saw it when I was 10, but I think I rewatched it when I was like 22. And yeah. that's when I was like, this movie's awesome. Like, you gotta understand, 10-year-old, this movie is not gonna hold your attention. Uh, But yeah, it, ever since I rewatched it as an adult, it's always hit a sweet spot with me. I probably watched it twenty five times and I probably finished it seven of those times, like yeah. it's a long movie, but it's fucking great.
1: How about you um again um my dad loved watching v h s at the at the video store, so he rented this out, and I was probably like young ten hmm. i mean I, like you said, I didn't really truly appreciate it until I was like in my early
0: teens. Like, I don't think you could understand it until you well
1: hit... when i when I was young i I think I took it more of like I, I, I got really fucked up because of the, the heartbreak, I guess, Sutherland felt towards the love of the girl. And then just running away for a second and coming back. And she's like, when she withers in his arms, uh-huh. I think as a young kid, I kind of took it as like, wow, that's what uh can just destroy you. Like that love. And that was like beautiful. Mm-hmm. But before that scene, I was really fucked with by the fucking dog face. Okay. I seen that as a young kid. When you see the oh, dog come yeah. out with a human face, yeah. that fucked with me <laughs> hardcore. Like, it, it, that was nightmare shit. That was things of nightmares. Yeah. I mean, Thing was supernatural. You know, it was like alien stuff, tendrils and shit going everywhere. It was grotesque and beautiful and gross. Creature. Creature. This was a fucking dog <laughs> with a human face. It was the equivalent of seeing... Uh, the the tranny scene in Boy camp it was like girl with dick it was like (laughs) it was like oh my god this is like realistic enough. what's happening yeah it's realistic (laughs) enough to like fuck with the mind of like a prepubescent boy to the point where you're like oh i'm gonna have nightmares of this shit and now that's
3: a common thing on (laughs) montrose
1: yeah now it's now it's just i got catfish man i was fucking trying to buy this dog from a guy on facebook and had a fucking guy's face on it I yeah, was about the girl with the dick. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs>
3: Her expression
0: when she turns around always freaked me out more than the dick hanging. Hey, <laughs> I was like, oh, little penis, brown penis, <laughs> weird face. It's
3: like, I like how she kind of dick whipped the decapitated head,
0: and I felt even weirder that I was like, she's kind of hot throughout the whole movie.
1: <laughs> you can feel how many years uh, Aaron's lived in like downtown. <laughs> <laughs> how, wh- where do you live near the Galleria? The Galleria. <laughs> I mean, we moved out there. We moved
3: out there in two thousand five, and, I, and then to make it worse, as I worked at the Walmart close to the Galleria, so oh, mean, that kind of made it because that's like the hub. Right. That's like the hub of all
1: weird and. Terrible. So you get your routine freaks that would come in every now and then. You're you not didn't... calling you specifically out as freaks. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, he's... no, no. Look, no. Freaks is a correct
3: terminology for that thing. But let's just no. odd. <laughs> odd. How about odd? No, odd? that even feels weird, too.
1: See, that's
0: kind of normal see where I'm from in well, Portland. Okay. Okay. It was like We had the drag had
3: a ter- queen-a-thon. We had a term at Walmart called Fucktards. Okay. That oh. pretty, much, pretty much when 1 a.m. hit and you were still working the overnight shift, that's when the fucktards would come in. That's when the pimps... The host, the people getting out of the movie theater next door, and just the weird anime freaks would come out there and walk the store. They wouldn't buy anything, they would just walk the store through the aisles. So you see this person with Jinko jeans, a lime green foxtail hanging off their belt, with a wife beater shirt on with half a shaved head, walking around, and we ask her, Do you need help with anything? Oh no, I'm fine. I'm just looking for a pillow.
0: They have a blue what? bandana in their back pocket? That's awesome.
3: No, no, no Crips and Bloods. They can No, no, not,
0: that. not Crips or Bloods. That would be coined by the uh, famous Tom Atkins in Halloween 3 as a gay symbol. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Possibly. Like, wait, we had, fruit! Wait, wait, we, had, we had one guy come in there. He had, like, furry jeans. And when I say furry jeans, like... He had, Corduroy? No, 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 like, no. He actually bought fur, like green and pink fur. That's and hot. And would tape them down the side of his pants. Oh,
0: I love him. <laughs> he probably would love you for 20. Can we bucks? have him as a guest? Do you still work at Walmart? Oh God, no! Damn it! Hey guys, <laughs> weren't you security at Walmart?
3: No, no, I no security at Target. What are you doing I, letting those people I, in? I was, ca- I was a cashier at Walmart. Oh God! Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, that got even, it got even worse.
0: Oh, okay, but, uh, it's 2 a.m. and you're buying Rolos and fucking Pepsi. You're a fucking oddball. I don't know what that goes with. Uh, Rollo's. are—I <laughs> I mean, I always looked at those as the most disgusting-looking candy.
1: Yeah, I'm not fond. Of chocolate. I, 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 it's like mincher butt plugs. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I, I'll take your word. on <laughs> 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 Butt
3: plugs on all three. I'm not going to feed the cat with that one. man. Butt like, plugs on okay. all three. And you, right, can't right next to the the you can't feed the cat. Chocolate kills cats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, uh, it depends what kind of cat you're talking about
0: now, though. It's <laughs> <gross. laughs> my <a> kitty cat. <laughs>
1: hey, kitty,
2: kitty, kitty.
0: Okay, so going back.
1: Uh, yeah, that, that dog. Did we even
0: get good. to when Aaron saw this movie? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, so, uh, yeah, I saw it way too early, and it was kind of. Weird. And then, Aaron, where did you... <laughs> when, oh, did you come, when did you come in to seeing this fucking... Well, uh, I saw this in downtown
0: Houston at Walmart.
1: <laughs> I, with a guy with furry pants next to me. He had a coupon.
3: He was price matching. Uh, uh, actually, I was working at Walmart, but the one in Pasadena, uh, whenever I had, I had my Walmart salary, so I, I was only able to afford cable, I was lucky enough to actually have this come on one night during cable. Uh and I saw this, I want to say, like around maybe 11 o'clock at night, and I was 18 years old.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I was I'm like, okay, I've seen all the cliches. I've seen the cartoons where they make fun of this. I've seen other things where they kind of make fun of this movie. It's time to watch it.
0: Is and this uh, pre or post splicing off your neighbor? You actually paid for it? This your is, cable?
3: Oh, like, like <laughs> this is whenever I was paying for cable. Because I had, ah. because I had, I had HBO and I had uh, the Playboy channel.
1: And you sure? act like
0: you don't know what Rolos are used for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know
1: what they're used for. Kaiser shows age. So you're
0: 18. Um, yep. Were you able to follow it?
3: Yeah, I was. I was able to follow it because I just had I just got through watching The Fly uh, oh, a few days earlier, and then I watched The Thing for the first time a few nights before that, and so I was just hitting like all the cult classics all of a sudden. Nice. Come home. There'd be one play. I'm like, okay, I'm watching this. I'm not going to sleep until 5 a.m. again.
0: Cool. Nice.
3: So, uh, yeah, I caught it when I was 18. Uh, I, I was able to follow it and understand it. And then uh, the funny thing is, is that before Marvel Secret Invasion came out, this played again on cable. And like, oh, interesting. Kind of uh, going into that storyline. Story I arc.
0: love the first five minutes of this movie where he's busting the restaurant owner's balls. He's like, <laughs> this isn't a lentil. It's rat shit. It's rat it's shit. Eat it. Eat it no (laughs) (laughs) he's a health inspector and as he goes to get in his car the fucking restaurant owner throws a brick right through the window i'm like oh i miss this time in america 80s Mm 70s didn't have to be a bitch or pc oh i like the
1: i like how the guy would just sit in his living room with headphones on to watch the uh, basketball game i was just like really that's that's what you needed to do back then If you wanted to really blast the sound just Well, like, that's what people do now I mean, you had the mono speaker and the little TV Or you just put these fucking headphones on <laughs> The size of the fucking, you know, Campbell like what, soup can. Like what people do now with the headphones and the <laughs> yeah, nice.
3: iPods And Boosh. Their, Boosh. 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 Their iPhones and everything
0: um, And this and, is like the first time I've ever seen Leonard Nimoy Away from the Spock character Like
1: This would be the first. He needs to stay with the Spock character. Man, I hated his fucking character in this film. The psychologist? He did a great job, but I hated his fucking character. Well, you got to
0: remember back in this time and, you know, early or late 70s, early 80s, psychologists were always the bad guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were the evil ones, you know what I mean? So he played. Yeah, Yeah. he always played it real. I mean, Donald Pleasance was the only psychologist I remember from that time period that was considered the Van Helsing, you know. Every other one was always Mm -hmm. demonized. And he plays demonized really well. I mean, you just want to fucking punch him. He's yeah. such a prick. <laughs> he's I arrogant.
1: My, I know my husband's not the same. He's like, I, I agree with. Hey, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking to my patient. He just back the fuck up. Like, even like, hey, when he's I'm at good. that
0: party, he's always like fucking... plugging his book that he Dude, just wrote. It's just, and it a just dick. like,
1: you fuck. Mm. And Goldblum was a uh, pre-fucking Ian in that fucking film, dude. Yeah, I mean this book is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> He's like just like gesturing and ranting the whole fucking time. Donald Sutherland's trying to call the cops, and he's just like, and I don't even fucking understand. These people can line up; they line up and buy this fucking book. I mean, he writes a fucking book in six months. It takes me six months to write a fucking sentence. Like, why is he, Why am I even talking to you? I was like, I was like whoa. He's like Ian Malcolm. He's very neurotic. Malcolm's just going off. I was like, oh, that's magic, dude. He's very neurotic.
0: I, Jeff Goldblum's always been a fun actor just oh, to dude. watch yeah. in anything because yep. he's always the same but he brings like a levity like a, a funniness that's to it that's why I'm like...
1: amazing I've seen Silverado like Goldbloom's in that he's just fucking gold it's just beautiful Goldbloom? Goldbloom's gold Goldbloom <laughs> brings the gold Um, Donald the... Sutherland does some of the rare shit that you ever see in this film it's like acting? he, uh, he pulls off an anti-hero like, truly, like, he's really just trying to be a friend to uh, the girl, like, she's the one experiencing everything, and he's come, somehow, you know, he's just kind of following this, you know, like, I'm taking care of my friend, I'm cooking for her, I'm trying to aid her in this, you know, troubled relationship he's having, because I secretly do care for her, and it's neat, because there were colleagues and stuff, and you know she's experiencing things because right off the bat, at the beginning she finds the pod growing on a, a plant. But even to skip way before, because we we skipped over it, there's a beautiful introduction scene which is more aquatic, mm-hmm. yep. and you see the uh, I don't know, like just cells, cells and DNA, all this, stuff. yeah, like that. all this stuff like you know it's like uh, like molecule level photography is taking place, and you like see cellular like cellular structures, though. and you see like the planet of Jupiter and stuff. But then you actually see it kind of blow away like pollen and it's just carried away and then you're introduced to the paws and stuff starting to like stem out and like tendril like on the leaves and stuff. It was a beautiful way to just kind of segue into and introduce the alien species directly. Yeah, it's kind of like film. the yeah.
0: cellular migration blowing in the wind, yeah. you know what I mean? Just it how everything's solar spreads. winds from like, yeah. <laughs> out. And
1: like I love the way like you even tag into it later it's like you always expect little green men. You yeah. never expect like something like this. Yeah.
0: yeah, just from the title you're like, you know, it should be well known pod people, you know, body snatchers, yeah. but you do think like, okay, it's gonna be little green men and it never turns into that. Yeah. Which I'm thankful for.
1: We've got enough alien movies. And it, it does hit the cliche like later when you do see like full on transformations of like the ginormous pods and you see like the weird you know, asexual fucking weirdness of flesh come out and they start taking form. Oh, I love how it's, that special effects is. I but, don't know who the artist was on this, but... Oh, he did a great job. Fucking amazing. But when you see, like, the little pods, but then you see them kind of flesh out almost like infant-sized pods. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the way they do that full bloom. All the all these unique sequences. I mean, you take it for a grain of salt because it is the 70s and it is, like you said, like a pod people kind of film. But, man, like, it's done to such a unique... I mean, it's just it's it's, it carries the classic feel when you return and revisit, even today in like 2016. It just everything was followed through extremely well, you know. It's it's, all the little points of detail.
3: It's all the little points of detail, like like with the thing, all the detail aspects, the tiny points of detail that you see that the like the changing, the suspicion, and everything. It travels over to here with the metamorphosis, and then you know. Who do you suspect? Who do you don't suspect? It's just the deep, the small amounts of detail that really bring this movie to like a cult level status. That makes it kind of, yeah, it's aged with the style and everything else, but it's still kind of timeless because it's a remake, but it's a good remake.
1: Why I feel it's like timeless is because now you see people ripping. The time. Like you see James Wan going back and doing the Conjuries in the 70s style. Well, here's a movie that carries a 70s style and it could have been directed today and it still holds up as like a good uh, invasion film.
3: That is true. That is very much true.
1: I mean, because everything really starts off with like the mass hysteria, which is awesome. Because even early on when the girl's going to work and she's just, you know, like blind to even the thing occurring, you do see random people running or scared or looking behind their backs well, and it's cool because you you can see that it's elevating already even at the very you know earliest of scenes that it's already taking place it just hasn't reached our main character
3: and that kind of i've seen another director do that recently within the last I guess 10 yeah it has probably been 10 years or a little bit longer with uh shawn of the dead where beginning of the film you see the, the main character kind of oblivious. in the background yeah he's oblivious to things that are in the background he sees on the bus, he sees people acting zombie-ish in the background in the park. Yeah. And he's oblivious. He doesn't notice it. Even when, even that morning when he's going to go get his ice cream and his Coke, he's oblivious to the surroundings yeah. and the chaos that's
0: happening. Don't you just love in, living
1: in the city, bro? Yeah. That's how it is. You see Freaks, he doesn't... Just... Montrose. That's why I love that scene where it's like Don Sutherland and her, and they're talking in the car, and you get the... You get that throwback to the original. Yes. yes. And, and it's awesome because it's the first time you're taken to the level of, like, it's not just somebody walking down the street looking you know, behind their back. It's literally a mob of people chasing the guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, that's what really starts the momentum because it's just her. It's just a girl worrying about her boyfriend. Like, he's a dentist. He should be at his, you know, at his office taking appointments. But he's over here doing all this secret shit behind the scenes, carrying, like... uh Shopping bags and shit like that with meeting with other people all day. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. You know, is he cheating? Is is he just cheating on her or what the fuck is he doing? And then when she starts realizing that it's just the emotions are gone, all this stuff, it's not him. Yeah, it's not him. And it's cool that even Donald Sullivan, to the point of like he can't put his finger on it, but he doesn't think that kind of like epidemic size scale of like invasion. Well, yeah, he's a health
0: inspector. So immediately he's just like, huh? Yeah playing it off. I love that scene where he confronts the chick's husband in the room and the <laughs> cops there, and it's just such awkward angles on their faces. Yeah. And it's like, ah, I'm not pressing charges. He brought her back, right? Like... like yeah. just... You sound like Al Capone? Yeah, yeah that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> that was the normal back He brought then. her back there, see? Yeah, she's here. Yeah, she's
1: come back. The bitch is mine, see? The bitch wasn't there. She had webs all over oh, her. Flip, he, flip, flip, see? He thinks she, they, she's crazy the whole fucking time, or he just doesn't know how to believe her, or she's having some kind of weird emotional... Breakdown. That's why he takes her to Little Nimoy. But it's when Jeff Goldblum's character goes to like his his bathhouse that he runs with his wife. Yeah. Well, that and his
0: agent, his uh people that do his laundry.
1: He's like, that's not my wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of speculates, like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, on? oh,
0: that's marriage on the rocks, baby. See? But, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's when Jeff Goldblum you get yourself aside, bitch, see? falls asleep that you see the webbed out Goldblum laying in the bed that Sutherland. Finally clicks and says, okay. Wait, when he got there, he didn't see it, though, did he? No, because Goldblum falls asleep in the steam room, and then it starts growing yeah, the Goldblum. It starts growing the Goldblum in that one bed. Yeah, next to him. And
0: uh, I remember Jeff Goldblum and his wife seeing it, but when by the time they call Donald Sutherland,
1: Donald it's Sutherland, gone, right? No, Donald Sutherland opens up the curtain. He sees it. They're looking at it. It doesn't have total jeff goldblum form yet it just looks like a fucking person oh it's like it was already gone it's it's
3: like mid-transformation and
1: then that's when he calls the girl and it goes to the busy signal and the girl's like knocked out because the husband already drugged her instead of pod next to her
0: oh then he calls dr hibbert yeah leonard nimoy and and that's when it's gone
1: yeah that's when you start realizing that hibbert probably got rid of the body before
0: you do a good jeff goldblum impression you should probably do the whole nosebleed (laughs) the whole nosebleed (laughs) nosebleed
1: um and bleed, it, bleed it, like Jeff Goldblum, and that's what that's what really takes <laughs> that's what really takes uh it takes off right there because now the conspiracy is like it's taken flesh. Mm-hmm. The Sutherland's seen the girl webbing out and wake up, you have to stay awake and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, God yeah, he man. sees
0: the plant like encircling, mm-hmm. you know, and trapping her and spreading its tendrils onto her, and he rips her out
1: of there. And then, uh, where does he take her? He takes her to his house, right? They go to they. They haul ass and they find out that they go to Jeff Goldblum's place and they find out that it's gone. Yeah. And then they go to his she house. She was with him
0: during that time?
1: Yeah. Okay. Because it's like him and the girl now. And then uh, that's when he goes back and confronts the husband. But when they go back and it's all therapy session with Leonard Nimoy and Donald Sutherland's house, that's when all the shit goes down. So tell that's me when... what
0: you think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a mass hysteria. I think y'all are fucked in the head.
1: I think you're just seeing what you want to see. And it's Like, oh, you're such a fucking dick. You're, <laughs> you're spinning everything, you fucking asshole. Psychology, bro. That's yeah. what they do. Well, that's a cocksucker. That's how they do it. But that's when the main scene happens. That'll where be like, $50. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's the main scene where Sutherland passes out outside. Yeah. And all, everybody's oh, pods outside. That's the creepiest and that's part, that's the creepy man. scene.
0: Uh, that is the, that's the dog scene, but that's also when it, it shits out his
1: clone. That's after. That's after. Because mm-hmm. right there is when Sutherland passes out in that lawn chair outside. And it touches his fingers. Uh, yeah, he touches his fingers. But glow- gold blooms is growing out there. Oh, uh, right. The other chicks is growing out there, and so is uh the other chick. Yeah. Because I think it's mm-hmm. that one girl that stays awake. Uh, she comes out and is like, wake up. And you kind of hear it muffled, and then it goes on full volume. And he's like, what? And he looks up, and he sees all these fucking things on the ground. He's just like, wake everybody up. Dude, I love that he grabs a pickaxe and
0: just... He crushes the head. He like can't pumpkins. kill.
1: He can't kill the the chick he loves. Uh, pod. He just kills his own. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of like symbolic. Like you know, like I can't. It's a very fly like Why are you I in just... love with a fucking married woman? God, the seventies hey. were it, great. It was just her boyfriend? Oh, swinging. I yeah, thought yeah, she was swinging seventies. Yeah, swinging seventies. Hey. Yeah, because they kept talking about the boyfriend
0: relationship. Chicks shit. with dicks Dude, and everything else. But this fucking <laughs> the special effects during this scene, like during this whole movie, but especially in this scene, are fucking. Awesome look, yeah. man. Yes. What's funny is you, I, if you look on the Wikipedia, you can't find anything about the special effects guy. You go to IMDb, there's two dudes on it. Uh, Russell Hesse did this and Hard to Kill with Steve Seagal. Wow. The other guy did this and uh, fucking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Steven Seagal. And then the other guy did uh, Amityville and Close Encounters. Uh, that oh, has been okay, Close so, Encounters, yeah. badass, but uh, Amityville, man. Steven Seagal. Yeah, (laughs) well, he well
3: he did make him look somewhat. He did change his facial expression. I I, I can't
1: even I can't even finish that statement. The composer for this, I forget his name. What do you got against Steven Seagal? I think he only composed this one film. His energy drink. And uh, if you watch the movie, you watch it. The music for this fucking thing—it's just literally just like weird, fun sound designs that come in and out.
0: Yeah, the guy who did the uh uh, special sound effects for this is the dude who
1: did Star Wars. Oh shit! Yeah, it's it's fun. There's a lot of electronic tones that just come out, in and out, and a lot of drones. Like, there's this one chasing, and it's like literally like a violin or some kind of string instrument just be Plucking, plucked. yeah. And I love that build. Mm-hmm. It just plucks and plucks, and, then when, and everything just starts going to, like, loud strings as, like, the tension gets higher and higher. Do you—I
0: don't know on the Blu-ray of the thing, when it's just the title card, does it do the— like, just a weird plucking of strings because that's know. what it reminds me of in this of movie. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like just this weird, just and it's all just plucking and it's like almost like jazz sounding. But you remember
1: that? I'll try to find the theme later. But yeah, uh, but when they're running through the park and you've been seeing this bum the whole time with his dog and he's playing the, the banjo, Uh, that's when he finds the banjo guy, bum uh sleeping in the park and he's sleeping next to his dog and the and the pod's next to him. And he's like, Wake up, John, wake up and he accidentally down suddenly like kicks the pod, and you see the pod kinda like rupture and start bleeding. And you kinda see like it it makes no sense when you're watching the film, but as it comes back and you revisit it, you see like interfering with that process is what Mm -hmm. caused the dog face guy. I was like, oh dude, that's just so macabre. Yeah. Well it's puppy monkey baby. Yeah, that's fucking gross. And what's neat is uh if you list, if you watch the credits for Invasion of the Body Snatchers, you actually realize that all of the banjo playing by the homeless guy—it's mm-hmm. actually Jerry Garcia that did really all oh, the fucking banjo work. And I thought that was kind of neat. It was like you don't catch it, or you wouldn't really give a shit, but when you like see in the credits, you're like, "That's fucking neat." So he was the hobo? He wasn't the hobo. They had another actor play, oh, okay. it, but okay. the banjo playing was actually was like Jerry Garcia okay. that re- uh, recorded all that. And I thought that okay. was fucking neat. As like a little um that would be cool if it. he
3: was actually the hobo playing
1: that would have been awesome that's what i was i, I watched the credits hoping that was in there but no it was just the the fact that Garcia he had written the banjo stuff
3: at least he contributed it somehow
1: yeah i mean that was neat but uh mm-hmm. man i mean uh i think recently at tfw i i got to meet veronica cartwright and mm-hmm. I wanted to talk alien with her, but the main thing I did is just kind of talk to her about Invasion of the Body Snatcher, uh, specifically a lot of the sequences she plays. Cause she quotes a lot of really fun literature in the film. Cause you know, she gets quoted by one of the aliens like, or, or the, one of the guests at the bathhouse as being a really smart person. And you know, her being the wife to Jeff Goldblum's character, it, yeah. she really plays the stronger, uh, hero figure in this because she's the one that kind of figures out like we can trick them if we cannot show emotion we can just totally get around and, and they yeah. won't really even notice us so when I met her it was kind of like just praising her for her role and she's you know shook my hand gave me a little hug saying thank you and all that stuff like that and uh yeah to this day I really see it as it being like a huge vehicle for Veronica Cartwright I mean at the heart of all this fucking film you had her characters like the one that really stayed true to a, a fun, really unique dynamic, you know? Because she goes through all the ends out of losing her husband and then finding a way to kind of stay alive the longest. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, she feels like the only character that did stay alive the longest. or Yeah. To some inevitable ending.
3: Well, I mean, she, her playing off of Jeff Goldblum was. Well, anybody playing off of Jeff, Jeff Goldblum was. It's fun and entertaining. Yeah. I think there should just be a show where you put Jeff Goldman in a situation. He's got to act his way in, out of it. I think that would be really entertaining.
1: Yeah. It's like Eric. All those uh, Tim and Eric films. Uh, he does a great <laughs> job in those.
3: But uh, I just I just remember the dynamic between them two. It was, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun.
1: But... Um... The only thing I didn't like too much is that final sequence where Sutherland's kind of, like, raiding the uh, pod warehouse, and he's just Mm -hmm. basically cutting light bulbs, and they're causing these really huge, dramatic explosions. He's just basically in the catwalk cutting the power line cables, and they just drop, and when these lights fall, they just explode, you know, all the fucking pods
3: and stuff. Well, this is the dawn of the explosion death, so... You know, up. And enter the 80s action and this is and, and yeah this is where you get like you know explosion deaths yeah or mass explosion deaths
1: it was a fun denouement but uh even after the <laughs> ultimate ending and stuff like that i mean i love how it's very vague on Dallas Sutherland's character like for the first time viewing it you're not really you're thinking he's gone to a point where he can just completely pull off this emotionless mm-hmm. person and still retake his life and uh you know, working his job and everything completely emotionless. Mm-hmm. But it's not till the very end when he encounters Nancy Cartwright's character that you actually realize that he has ultimately turned.
3: He's the final girl. Yeah. I mean, their their way of trying to hide their emotions in plain sight to live in the society, not necessarily beat them, but just live with them.
1: And uh, Is their living with them, though? I mean, they overtake. Yeah. And they try to chase down anybody who's not. Well, it's pointless. Because, like, they say, like, we assimilate everything. Like, we're memories, everything. So, you're, you're eventually just going to be, like, the truest form of yourself. But no emotion, no love, no anger, no hate. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, it's like a lobotomy. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: well, like, it's a copy.
1: A weird idea of Marxist society or something like
3: that. Yeah, I mean, you're basically, you're basically just a copy. a Xerox copy without any... Emotion. Some kind of emotion or anything.
1: So that
0: theme I was thinking about, the string plucking, yeah. I actually finally fucking found it. It's uh, This is from The Thing. It kind of reminds me of this, like, when he's changing in the
1: backyard. Yeah. This also sounds uh, very uh, similar to uh, The Exorcist, too. Yeah. Some yeah. of the strings and stuff they yeah. play with. Yeah. I love when they do that fucking just... Oh, yeah. Just it, adds weird notes. it adds more suspense. It more suspense to it. What was awesome if you YouTube it or search some of the horror sites? Uh I think we used to have it posted on Facebook. I don't know if I posted or not, but they actually released pieces of the original score for The Exorcist. Oh, shit. Because yeah, he uh it. Because originally William Peter Blod- not William Peter Blod- uh William Freakin hired this guy to do the music for The Exorcist and cut a trailer and it was so it's so reminiscent of what we hear now in like films like insidious, like those real screeching strings yeah, and yeah. that eeriness that he was somebody was, this guy was doing that shit back then and it was just so awkward. Was it was kind of like quibbing mm-hmm. off a psycho. It was wing, wing, wing. no, it was more heightened, like almost like, uh, I don't know. Like it was, it was really extreme for like it's time. Mm. Like if you hear the pieces, they're like really fucking stringy and eerie. Uh, I feel like... Uh, Tubular Bells creeps me out, though. Man. Yeah, but it's all library <laughs> pieces. It's like John I don't the know D- what it is about the fucking... It's movie. like when you watch Dawn of the Dead, you see a lot of the library pieces that Romero use, and it's unique how they have an ear to fit their films to mm. uh, free free music. And then when you hear goblins step in and they do their little... Ba, dong, ba, dong. It's like neat that they, they cliched off of that and created something really original and unique. But hearing what the original soundtrack could have been, I really wish there was a an original a cut with, a the, cut with the original score. That'd be cool. Because I know they they did it two thousand one. Two thousand one was the same thing. Stanley Kubrick went with all uh pieces of music. But originally there was an actual original soundtrack that was created for two thousand one.
0: I remember uh the guy who did the sound composing for that didn't know that he switched music. <laughs> yeah. Like completely exercised it. He found out in the theater. Yeah. And mm-hmm. His music that was written for that actually was used in a later film. I can't, I,
1: I don't know if it was, I'd have
0: to look, yeah. but the entire soundtrack was actually moved to a different film. Oh,
1: uh, at their first MondoCon, they released the whole entire 2001 original soundtrack on vinyl. Yeah. Oh, and it was like, I was like, oh! I was like yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was unique. I mean, because like I said, I, I wish somebody would get the rights to do the same thing for the Exorcist thing because it's well, unique enough to be. Time. Yeah, well, I I'm, ho- sure, I I'm sure
3: like Waxwork or one of the other ones will, f- will eventually get it.
1: Well, that and I think whoever has the rights for Exorcist, they're going to eventually cliche make the mark. Hey, it's the 45th anniversary of Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Here's the original score version. Yeah, I don't know if Friedkin would allow that. Why well, he's alive, but maybe is he still alive? Yeah. Jesus Christ, he's got to be old. He's a magician.
0: He, he, he's a pod person. Fuck, I guess. He yeah, slapped he's... the shit out of the priest.
1: Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that <laughs> when we review that Did you movie. watch Killer Joe? Uh yes. What? I mean that's Wait, who's with that? Is that that's Matthew McConaughey? Yes. Yeah, that he's was a good like, fucking movie. I mean he's still on top of his game as far as making original unique shit, and at least in my book. Um, but going back to Invasions, it's like the music, everything in this fucking film, uh for being nineteen seventy eight fucking film, it's still stands up like a motherfucker as being a, a very good alien invasion film.
3: I like how the late 70s, like mid to late 70s and early 80s horror movies had these amazing soundtracks. Yeah. I like how they all have these great soundtracks. Nowadays you don't have you don't have that anymore. You really don't. But then I mean the Thing soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Great great soundtrack. Uh Body Snatchers. Great great soundtrack. Uh just su- Just, I hate to say it, but I I miss that Halloween soundtrack. Amazing.
1: What What I hate now is that you get one guy that can write a good score and he's used for everything. Hans Zimmer does everything. I mean, every, every,
3: it's, it's, it's kind of nobody's writing scores anymore. Well, it's all just record label soundtracks.
0: Well, didn't he just die? Who's the really famous composer? Hans Zimmer
1: just retired.
0: No, who died in the airplane crash?
1: Oh, Oh, Goldsmith. I think he did the Jerry Goldsmith. Yeah, there you go. Away. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, the
0: it's like uh, almost even Danny Elfman's falling into this is where his music's starting to all sound the same. Yeah,
1: I didn't appreciate it, it being in Dark Shadows and stuff like
0: that. But no, then, yeah. I fucking hate
1: Dark Shadows. Yeah. Everybody did. Speaking of Burton, did you hear about Keaton? Like, leaving Beetlejuice 2?
0: Hallelujah. Yeah, no, I didn't hear about he, this. Uh,
1: Michael Keaton's tied up in so many projects, and he's filling with the renaissance of his career, being nominated for Best Actor. Maybe for Beetlejuice Burton, 2 isn't really the best thing for him right now in his no. career. So they're throwing it to Johnny Depp. Oh, uh, give me a fucking break. That's just speculated rumor that the job offers. has been So, what, so Burton Tim,
3: goes to his cabin boy.
0: Tim Burton, what you do is you fucking put it in the dresser for a little bit. Let no. it sit. Wait, well, he's going to
1: have to do that because they said that he only has a limited window you to can, make a run at it. You cannot do that movie with, so either without he's Michael. Push Keaton. it out. They're going to run with the uh, so stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's literally the guy who wrote this Pride and Prejudice of the zombies and the uh, Abraham Lincoln zombies. Zombie vampire, hunter. vampire hunter. Vampire hunter. Vampire hunter. It's vampire that, that author who did those books. Wrote the <sighs> screenplay for Beetlejuice too, and that's what they're using as spec to go into full on development and I guess go in production. It sucks because in my childhood, Tim Burton
0: was my, one of my very favorite directors, man. And I believe it was somewhere along the lines of planet of the apes and fucking Mars uh, Attacks for me. Yeah, there you go.
1: Mars I attacks like- is when it went down. I mean, he just started, Started sucking. Big Fish. I mean, it was just... Big Fish was amazing. Big Fish was amazing, but I'm saying it created... It it was a trend diverting from that style, I guess, that we fell in love with.
0: I can't remember, but, like, it was, like, Planet of the Apes, Alice, Charlie, like, all these fucking shitty movies. Like, his vision's not visionary anymore. I think After Mars Attacks
3: is when I started... And, and, and
0: Dark Shadows was the only movie that I can remember. I got up in the middle of and went out and smoked two cigarettes just to pass the time. Dark Shadows
1: was a, I was really looking forward to Dark Shadows, Oh, like really big time. No. I was I, even though even the though the TV it was, show wasn't bad. I mean, well, so. the TV I liked, show
3: was fun, but the movie was it. It was made to look like a comedy.
1: I was looking oh, forward to it. I thought it was going to be a really fun dark comedy. It and wasn't. then when you got the story that they took, it was just like I didn't enjoy it. It I was it was Corpse Bride. Pretty much in my mind, I fucking mm-hmm. hate that movie with such a passion. Uh it's, I, I hate such everything. A strong after, cast, Michelle Pfeiffer hit everybody coming to this film. Although he post.
0: does have a new movie coming up, I can't remember. Oh yeah, the name, but great. it looks visually amazing. Yeah.
1: So, but then it's tween. It's some it tween is, book series. It is. I mean, and
0: now with this Beetlejuice thing, don't do it. We don't need it. Look at what all right, a great for example is Dumb and Dumber, huge hit at the time. You try and make it twenty five years later. It sucked ass. The jokes are still. Yeah. It's not fun I anymore. I didn't
1: even see that movie. And it's like when we talked about Cloverfield. I it was a. Me. It was a unique film to come out. Them retouching it, I was kind of like doubtful it'd be good, but it was not, totally different. Yeah, making it totally different worked for it. No, yeah. it was like within the universe, but totally different. No, yeah. mm-hmm. that's what it needed to be. And I using
0: been, Johnny Depp in everything is not going to make your movie better. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I think Beetlejuice
1: is great as it is. It, it is. Will, it will be. Terrific. Uh, yeah, it'll be always. It's a timeless cla- yeah. it's a, that's it's a classic. A, it's, it's like Edward Scissorhands. It's, it's in my top
0: twenty. Yeah, and it'll always be there because when I saw that as a child, that movie was fucking amazing. Yeah. I
3: guess I guess say top thirty. Yeah, there you go. I could say top thirty for use Um, I really enjoyed
1: it. So. But getting back to the like, scores and stuff like we we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, the sound design for this film was really awesome. The it music and everything really was neat. Um. Do you want to go, go into final thoughts for this one? Because I mean, it's yeah, totally. Because I mean, just totally. for this one, I know we're gonna talk a little bit looser about the other invasions. yeah, okay. and stuff that.
0: Yeah, why not just give final thoughts and then yeah. kind of give the titles and yeah. thoughts on the other ones? Because you found out some unique stuff about what Philip Kaufman wrote. Yeah, dude. Uh,
1: okay, as far as directing, this guy hasn't direct. I mean, I no, think... no, 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 Don't hold that. Because I just looked up on IMDb. I didn't know that he was the director of the right stuff. I didn't like that movie. You didn't yet, like that, so, no. <laughs> uh he did Rising Sun with Wesley Snipes and Sean Connery. I didn't which like is a, that. A yeah. fun Michael uh Michael Crichton film, if you ever watch it. I yeah. thought it was awesome. I watched it but I, I Wesley Jurassic Snipes takes me out to Wesley man. Snipes. Um anybody that hasn't seen Quills, um, that's probably one of the greatest films with like Jeffrey Rush. He does a great uh and the, the film is just amazing. I'm amazed that this Philip Kaufman directed this because I mean Jeffrey Rush is amazing in this film. He plays Marquis de Sade, and it's just, it's just fucking awesome. I remember seeing this movie <laughs> in theaters, and I was just like, "Oh man, it was
0: awesome." Well, I was amazed that this guy wrote Raiders of the Lost Stars. Yeah, that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. And also, The Outlaw Josie Wells. That's a fucking great western, a western. I'm not. We were just talking about westerns. Yeah. I'm not a big western guy, but I like the older westerns. Yeah. I don't know. What the fuck it is? And I really I hate westerns, it. just I, older ones. No, no, no. <laughs> like I love the Clint Eastwood, like Fistful of Dollars and shit like that. Like, Tombstone, Tombstone's the shit. White Earp. Oh, Kurt Russell, bro. Fucking
3: Kurt Russell. Come okay, on. just that, just that. White one.
0: Earp with Kevin Costner, no. No. Uh, no. Dances with Wolves is a maybe, but like I half and half. It just yeah, it it has okay. to be right. Like I hate John Wayne. I know that's like a sin, but I don't like any of his True movies. Grit. True Grit with Jeff Bridges was awesome. So it depends. I. Back to the Future Three, I didn't like because it was a western. Because it was a western, yeah. I don't know. It just it it has to be something oh, special for me. Eastwood, um, but yeah, he wrote Josie Wells and he wrote wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark, two movies that I absolutely fucking adore. Raiders is one of my top, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean his other shit. I guess Jeff's seen the right stuff. I wasn't a big fan of, but would Guess it's probably been 25 years since I've even seen that fucking yeah. film.
1: I don't know what for some reason it always ties into like American history, I guess. The right stuff being for what it is, no. you know, the Apollo missions and stuff like that.
0: And Rising Sun is a decent movie, but I, I hate Wesley Snipes, I can't stand him. He's, gotcha. he's a terrible actor. So. I love the storyline. Well, you didn't one. like Blade? I mean, oh. No. Uh,
1: you didn't like New Jack City? No. I guess after Jurassic Communist. Park came out, I, I, I read no. a whole <laughs> lot of uh, Michael Crichton. So, like, reading Rising Sun, The Sphere, Eaters of the Dead, it was just, like, fun to read Crichton back then. Yeah. At a young, like, it was fun. junior high age. I, you know? I, I, but I, watching Rising Sun come, turn into a film, it was like, look, yeah. Even really? The Sphere was like, fuck, yeah. I like Sphere. Because it was like, it was Crichton's work coming to life, and I was like, cool. Because that one's pretty much like, it's like, Crichton wrote Jurassic Park. Yeah, he, in that he, did. Show, yeah. Yeah? he okay. did. Yeah, but yeah. Rise of Sun is almost like I don't know, like digital video hacker espionage kind of film, and I thought it was kind of neat. That... It was like
3: virtuosity, but without
1: virtuosity, or hackers,
3: or hackers. without yeah. the hacking, without Angelina
0: Jolie, her boobs are in that movie. Yes, they are. And they are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's before the puberty. Her lips are in that movie. Good lord! Woo! Hey, hey she don't... must have had a lip reduction because hey, no, 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 lips she... and hackers are like. She has, d- she has some DSL. <laughs> you got to be kidding me with those lips. She had great DSL. Okay, that's something I'd like to come across. <laughs> Not that way, you perverts. No, no, you're right like... the first time. <laughs>
1: Everybody's shrugging
0: Like they, they just look like if you fell from heaven and landed on them, it would just be a great landing. You'll be okay <laughs> If you landed point yeah. first. <laughs> oh,
1: Their thumb up. Third <laughs> thumb way no. up for her lips. down. In that down. Movie. What? <laughs> Into her
2: lips. Okay.
0: <laughs> Third thumb down, Aaron, Aaron. Oh, into, into her, her lips. 20, there, we get it now. 20% of the audience
1: just like turned off. Of <laughs> I don't, I don't give a so shit. So that's like two out of the five. I don't know how this episode will end, but I certainly do not give a fuck. <laughs> Easy there, Shirley. Thanks for hanging in Ralph.
0: We're, we're coming back to the final thoughts. Ralph's still with us.
3: <laughs> he, uh, he's hanging
1: in his closet
0: I bet Christine's still there
1: Hi!
3: <laughs> She can't hear us or herself
0: Your mama can hear <laughs> Oh <laughs> Oh mama jokes <laughs> Those were great Rest
3: dude. in peace Christine <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit Rest so, in peace Alright
0: let's go into final thoughts um, <laughs> I thought we did that already We did? No no we, no, we but, talked about we, we did. We went into dick lips and everything huh?
1: Yeah we talked about the, the director for like a minute, and then just like yeah, Okay. Uh,
0: final thoughts. Great movie. Fucking watch it. Classic. Fuck you. Yay. Uh,
1: Aaron. Oh damn. Swing uh, and a miss.
0: Good
3: movie. Uh, it's a cult classic. Uh, one of uh. What, what are you? I'm no. just uh,
1: this. What
3: it's it's uh it's one of the one of the best early '80s sci-fi films. '70s. Late, seven, well, late '70s, early '80s sci-fi stuff. Technically, <laughs> it's <laughs> early '81,
1: 78. Yeah, seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Yeah. <laughs>
3: It's got the Jerry curls and not the Jerry curls of oh, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. The He's, it's he has got the Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Like, come on. He's got the soul glow happening. Uh you the special effects.
2: <laughs> <laughs> soul
3: glow so hard it turns them translucent. Boom. Uh, God damn it. movie's so good. Special effects are amazing. I love I love the tra- you know, the translucent like <laughs> veins and skins that are all in it. Uh the pup the dog faced or the man faced dog, creepy as hell. Oof great special effect uh just everything's really good it just it's one of those movies that it's, it's one of those just good movies you watch it you enjoy it you watch it again
0: watch it with mutants at walmart <laughs> bring bring your day you know walmart you, sure have,
3: you know walmart can't afford dvd players <laughs> they don't rarely
0: rarely 29.95 <laughs> <$29. laughs>
1: they,
0: they can't afford
3: good ones nice it's only on one side
1: El Jefe. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah it's one of my um, yeah it's up there on on some of my fucking alien films that I really do enjoy uh watching. It was fun to revisit for this episode. Uh I found a new appreciation for it. I recently purchased uh The Brood on Blu-ray which came out in Criterion Collection which is I mean awesome. If you don't
3: Did you set the half the half off sale? Yeah.
1: Of course. I think it's only time. I think that's the only time anybody should buy the Criterion stuff. You're if you have 40 <laughs> bucks for a Criterion film, awesome. You're you got the cash to blow. I like to wait till the half off uh, Barnes and Noble or whatever, and, and I, I score at least two movies for the price of your one movie you bought.
0: <laughs>
1: so Art Hindle comes out in The Brood. He plays the uh, <laughs> the main character. Dude, brood <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it was neat seeing Art Hindle in, in The Brood, and then seeing him in this because it was kind of like he's that one actor you can't really place. You know, he's he's done films, but not enough films for you to really truly. Uh, you know, acknowledge and appreciate him. Uh, but seeing Donald Sutherland, Brooke Adams, Jeff Goldblum, Veronica Cartwright, and Lyra Nimoy all kick ass in this film. I mean, it's awesome. Uh, the novel is timeless. And I think you can keep on remaking this film over and over and over again. And, and, all, it, and it can only get better. And they have remade it over, to, and, over um, and over again. To a big, large degree. Um, yeah, Kevin McCarthy actually
0: does cameo too. He's the original Doctor. Yeah,
1: when he plays the Running Man in this film, it was neat because I mean, in the original black and white film, I mean, he's the main guy. Yeah, Henry. It's awesome. This
3: so, is this a buy, rent, or skip?
1: I I I'd Netflix it. I don't know if I'd run Netflix out and it? buy it. If they made uh.
3: What what if uh Netflix is for-
1: considered rent? I fuck Screen factory. If they made a a Criterion (laughs) collection, if they made a Criterion version of this, I think I'd buy it. Because I think Screen Factory is really doing a lot of the B-schlock lately. They haven't really devoted true time to doing what I would consider... Classics. Classics.
3: Okay, what if Anchor Bay re-released... It has one of their collection, one of their uh,
1: They did.
0: I, I just I got did. it for fucking $10 at Walmart. The original, Blu-ray. right? The original? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. The 78. 78? Yeah. W- really? Yeah, no, yeah, at yeah, Walmart, $10. Like the original release of
1: it. I'm saying like on Blu-ray. No, yeah. no.
0: It's a special edition, whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. It. It's got like an hour and a half fucking making of. Sweet. It's got commentaries, uh, interviews, the original fucking uh, reaction release, like people waiting in line, mm-hmm. and the, all the buzz. It's got a cool, few cool fucking things on it, man. For ten bucks, I was really, like absolute buy. So yeah. uh, you know where I come down. I, I'm a buy guy. Anything pre '90s, I'm a buy guy. Huh. Usually, so gotcha. pick, the, pick this motherfucker up. Yeah, it's really good coffee.
3: I had, I originally <laughs> had the DVD that had like the the veins on the cover. Yeah, I had that, and I, I'm sorry,
0: not Walmart, Best Buy. Best I'm Buy. I'm sorry, okay. Best Buy. All right, and I had that. I'll edit that. My bad, people.
3: And uh, oh, I had that version with like the veins and everything. And I, whenever I purged my DVD collection about eight years ago, that was one of the ones they got with it. And I haven't been able to find a copy since. Oh, you fucking now you know. Yeah, now you know. Yeah, now I know. And I have yeah. So when you say you got one like where?
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) I probably could find it on here. It's the. It comes with uh, a peel off front case sweet where you can, really yeah little sticker thing that's that really that's
3: better than the version i had
0: and it's a black cover with the tentacles and a pod sweet
3: yeah the one i had was black cover with like veins like like you saw like human anatomy uh-huh. on the cover and it said body centers underneath it
0: yeah no this has the the pod sitting huh. there it's fucking cool it's reminiscent kind of the alien case remember how it had yeah. the pod yeah so kind of cool like that
1: that's cool okay shit but Ten bucks, that's all I heard. <laughs> yeah, Ten bucks. I didn't want everybody to go to Walmart and be like, that fucking Nate. Like, no, go to Best Buy, bitches.
0: <laughs> Can be honest, I, don't know, I, I don't want to go back to Walmart. Ever. Don't <laughs> we'll go to Walmart. Ever. <laughs> but can't. Best Buy, I'll go to Best Buy. Last so, movie I bought from Walmart, the fucking tongue inside broke, and the s- Blu-ray was just... Oh, yeah. And I opened it up, and my Blu-ray was scratched to shit, Fuck. and I was
3: pissed. The, the last movie I bought from Walmart was the... I think the Lego Movie, the Blu-ray Lego Movie. That's one. That's because it came with the little Emmet figure. I mean, not Emmet. Uh,
1: well, I, we we had, we had talked about doing the Psycho movies, mm-hmm. and they had a uh, Psycho two through four for like seven bucks. Yeah, but they don't have the it original like six eighty eight. Well, yeah, the original was like a badass Blu-ray yeah. that. We yeah. yeah. But uh, I found that fucking at the pawn shop for four bucks. I was like,
0: oh. <laughs> yeah, the fiftieth anniversary. <laughs> but Blu-ray I liked that they had. Great two through four. Yeah. Dude, and four is fucking impossible to find unless you there get was collection. a collection. There
1: was a psycho that was like after Psycho Five, I guess so. But Before. it's it was, no, but it's almost like a remake, and David Arquette's in it. What? Yeah, that's what threw me off. I was like, oh, buy this because David Arquette's in this last one, and it's like I don't know if it's like a. Knife. Oh, is that the TV TV the TV movie, the TV movie TV Bates
0: movie? Uh, Bates Hotel? No, no, no. Because I know they did like a Bates. No Bates Motel is the new series, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, There's TV a Bates, series. Bates something or other. I, I want no, to say there was
3: a miniseries. I remember seeing this stuff for the stuff from the miniseries. Okay, so
0: yeah, we, 1987.
1: Because the remake,
3: had, the remake had Vince Vaughn and What Ann, was it called? And uh,
1: 1987 called Bates Motel, and it wasn't David Arcade. It's Lori Petty comes out in it. Lori Petty, but it's 1987. So oh, that's void. That was on the, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was on the uh, yeah. fucking. It was uh, okay. it's, it's involved in that box set, so I was like, for seven bucks, I was like six eighty eight or wherever the fuck it was. I was like, I bought it just. Which had... pawn shop do you go to? No, that, that was at Walmart. Oh, that was at Walmart. The Psycho movie I bought at the pawn shop. Oh, it was okay. like Psycho and Blu-ray, that one with all the special features and all that shit. Dude, define. Oh, still si- yeah, to try no, to still find Psycho straight, Four right? by itself is hard as fuck.
0: Yep, it is hard because it, it was like a kind of like a TV movie. I don't even think it was released for theater. I think that's
1: the one that this is, and that's why. No, 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 the
0: the Psycho Fours with uh, Anthony. Perkins? Yeah, Anthony Perkins' last role where he's talking on the phone the whole time to a psychologist telling his backstory being raised with his mother. Oh, okay. And it's... Fuck. Like, I've seen it on TV and then I finally found a torrent for it and it took like two fucking days to download it. There wasn't barely anybody. Oh, with yeah, it. yeah, yeah.
1: 1989. Yeah. The beginning. Yeah. The beginning. There you go. So but... you get two, three, four. It's two, three, four. And then you get that base motel. I'd like, the, to, I'd like to review those sometimes. And though. like I said, if you're... <clears throat> Looking for that shit. Anne is Heche's
0: it, butthole. I mean, we can't miss it. We, we, we can't lose out on that. It's Pretty good. <laughs> There's three good ones.
1: Ellen DeGeneres went there.
0: I don't give a shit where she Anne went. She <laughs> Anne Heshia's hot. I love her. Six days, seven nights. All day, I, every day. I saw her
3: on <laughs> something recently where she kept getting topless, where she went to prison or something like
0: that. Oh, my God.
3: Brandy Hish, she just. Ann so
0: cute. I don't know what it is about her, but I just. Ooh, ooh, third thumb, You're like
1: middle-aged blonde man.
0: Third thumb grew another thumb. <laughs> <laughs> aged blonde man. Maybe that's it. Her boyish charms. <laughs> Skinny Haley Joe Osment. Oh. oh <laughs> what happened, to, dude? He. I was looking at celebrities that lost it, oh, yeah. and his picture. Like of the younger him and Was that him it? now, it's just like that's Jesus it. It? Christ. Oh, that's great! I yeah. want to buy that. I'm checking the. Oh, I yeah, still sh- I'm not reviewing the TV series. I'm oh yeah, yeah no, series.
3: no, I'm not. I'm trying to find it because it says Amazon. It's the four. It's a four Midnight mirror No, I mean
0: the new TV series. <laughs> I, do midnight midnight. Like oh. I do not like it.
1: I do not like it. I'm up to current. I'm not. I'm not not watching it. I
0: stopped after episode nine. I just when they introduce it, uh, his brother's a weed seller and shit. I was just like, be, I'm yeah. fucking done. I can't get into this.
3: That four movie pack brand new was eight forty nine on Amazon. Sweet
1: dude. So, I'll probably buy it. And then
3: includes the Bates Motel TV movie. Yeah, okay.
1: which shit I didn't even know existed. I just totally I that, didn't know it it, existed. It, it was like totally off my radar.
3: I didn't. I didn't even know it existed.
0: So, I mean, if we're going to wrap this Alien trilogy <laughs> up, well, uh, Psycho's coming on the docket, people. um coming up. I would say The Thing is my favorite. I would say Invasions, my next. And then I'd say probably the Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane, Thing prequel, then Slither, and
1: probably Cloverfield. Yeah, we could go deeper, but just strictly on what we... What we watched and reviewed, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm pretty much there with you. But mine's like the Thing, Slither Invasion, and then the Cloverfield's kind what of hit put there. Slither above. The I'll put Slither above a lot of things before I go. I them. still have not watched that. Okay, Slither. Yeah.
0: So no I, wonder, I mean, I watched like 25 minutes. No, no wonder you had Ralph come <laughs> uh, in here. and do no, it. No, just bits and pieces. No, I got <laughs> fucking strung
1: at work for like two weeks. That was, it's, uh, sucked. It's just too fun. It's just it's really like. Phew, Man, dude, I'm just amazed how that film exists.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm Cause... sure I've seen the whole film, but I've seen it in so many jumbled well, like, pieces that it's.
1: You like Night of the Creeps? It's, it's like oh, a fun yeah. film. All right. It's fucking great. It's, it's yeah. in the same realm of that.
0: It's just for some reason to me, I find it to be a lot funner. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. yeah the I'm going to sit and watch it all because, like I said, I've seen it so many fucking times, but it's been chopped. Yeah. yeah.
3: Just think Night of the Creeps with Nathan Fillion. That's
2: it.
0: I don't know who that is. I
3: don't know.
0: Oh, is that Behind the Mask, dude? No, 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 no. no Nathan Fillion. Nathan- oh, oh. Firefly. Uh, Castle. I can't think of The anything. voice of uh Uncharted. Nathan Drake? Well, the person he was based on. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. The
3: he yeah, I was on.
1: like, I can't think of anything good he's been in. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. That's sad, because Nathan Fillion is like, I really think Lither is like, probably the best thing I've ever seen Nathan Fillion in.
3: Oh, I like CERNITY.
1: Yeah, but what? like, what would your ranking be? Yeah, go for it, dude.
3: Sorry. Uh, The thing... Then Invasion, then Cloverfield, followed by... Oh, damn. 10 Cloverfield Lane. right. About, okay, 10 Cloverfield Lane, then Cloverfield, then Slither.
2: Thing, prequel, all right, you your time right now. <laughs> the Thing is going to be last.
3: Thing is going to be last. Okay. That's going to be bottom.
0: So there you have it. That's our alien rankings.
3: I mean, pretty much we all agree the Thing is the top.
1: Yeah. The if you top. don't like the Thing... What are you listening to yeah, What for? the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a job. You hobo. No, no. I'm glad you like things that are not good. I mean, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, is I'm
1: the just... movie
3: too smart for you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's on the docket coming up, fellas? Uh, uh, we, we have Stone. much, much
1: more cool stuff
2: brewing. <laughs> 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 I, I
3: like how you, like you finish that statement there, Jeff. Yeah. Continue.
1: <clears throat> well, we're already in April, so we have. Um, within weeks, we will be uh, TFW, which is Sexist Frightmare Weekend, will be upon us, and we will descend on it three thumbs, bulging in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to look like a jousting match. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Daniel Harris. Oh, oh, Watch
0: out. Nate's coming You guys down. have got to keep me away from her. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, motherfucker. I,
1: um, I don't know what to be excited about anymore. I'm going to get it, a cane with a mirror on <laughs> the bottom. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. just, I'm looking forward to having this a really good fucking fun time. Um, I'm looking but, to drink. Drink.
3: Yeah. I, th- did you buy your, uh, did you buy your, uh, your pint glass?
0: Fuck a pint glass. I brought a cooler. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm
1: going to be in my case like always and just drink. Dude, I'm
0: already, I've already calculated. I'm up in the 900s. So I'm, gotcha. I've got to bring my own beer. BYLB. Wow. <laughs> like the fucking, uh, slasher pitcher. You're you know, going to do something. that? Oh, fuck yeah. I'm doing cool. that. Uh we were gonna do the Robert England and the other Lang can. We were gonna do the pitchers with all of them. I think I've got me and my old lady agreed. Just do the slashers and uh the Daniel Harris. yeah, I'm gonna get that close to it so because you <laughs> because you're getting Daniel
3: Harris, what does she get? No trade, no trade off right now,
1: Don't know. <laughs> So with all this Texas frightmare stuff in the wake, uh, I think we're gonna hit you up with a lot of cool fucking things that are gonna play yeah. off of that awesome, awesome horror convention coming up that we will definitely be attending. Yes. Um. So to the, thanks for checking all these awesome alien um, episodes. We hope you liked them. Um. We have some uh much cooler, fun stuff coming up soon. Uh, Aaron's gonna hit you up with some info about where you can buy us a t shirt and uh, find us. Yeah,
3: go to our Facebook page. There is a link. Toward the top called shop. Click on that. You can go get our shirts. We can get posters, phone cases, jackets, hoodies, all that stuff. You can find us on Twitter. Give us a follow. Uh, We have new episodes that come out on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff. We are now on Metal Onslaught Radio, so give them download their app and give them a listen. We're there Tuesday nights. Uh, Also, uh, again, like Jeff said, we will be attending Texas Frightmare, uh, and we're just looking to have a good time.
0: We will be the guys sitting there with furry pants on.
3: <laughs> and, and hanging out, hopefully not with chicks with dicks. <laughs>
0: There's going to be some of them there, I guarantee it. There probably will be. Possible. It is Dallas.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Full of holes. <laughs>
1: so uh, this is Jeff. This is Aaron. This is Nathan. Until next time, guys. They're coming to get me. Keep it scary. I'm not mad I'm just bored And everything I do is only because There's nothing much else for me to do
2: And that includes you And that includes you Mess around with you Mess around with you Mess around with you Piss away potentially
1: And that includes you, and that includes you.
0: Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or
2: Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary.